Uh, even they recommend, you know, perhaps psychiatric medication or something for people that don't want to take a vaccine. So this has come out recently out of the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario. The college sent out a, a letter or a memo to all the doctors in Ontario suggesting to them, now so far they're not mandating it, they're just suggesting it, that any of their unvaccinated patients, that they should consider that they have a mental problem and that they should be put on psychiatric medication. So far, it's just a suggestion, but the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario should not be making these kinds of suggestions. This is extremely unethical, and this is a very, very slippery slope. Uh, if, if they're suggesting that people who wish to have bodily autonomy and, and don't want an experimental vaccine, that there may be something mentally wrong with them, that is a very, very dangerous slippery slope that we're on. There were those who, who got angry with the Pope, and because there's such a vacuum of authentic spirituality in America today that gives itself voice in the public square that we don't even recognize it when it shows up. And so some began to call the Pope a Marxist. And I love this Pope. He said, well, I'm not a Marxist, but I know a few Marxists and they're pretty good people. So pre-pandemic, we were booming. We had to shut down the economy, obviously. It was a, a once-in-a-generation global pandemic. Um, so that shutdown was merited in the early days of the Trump administration. But the Wall Street Journal board, editorial board reminded us in late 2020, before the pandemic, income growth soared, poverty fell to its lowest place since 1959, real median household income rose by $4,379, in dollar amounts that's nearly 50% more than during the eight years of Obama. Look at the gains for different ethnic groups, Hispanics, up 7.1%, Black Americans, 7.9%, Asians, 10.6%. People remember this economy. It was not that long ago, and they contrast it with what is going on now. Okay, folks, the results are in. Put the man back on. Thank you, Eli. Very cool. Tell everybody I'm back in the game. Right now, a historic moment. Uh, Donald Trump wins a stunning upset victory. Tell everybody I'm back in the game. All right, welcome back. It's Monday. A lot going on over the weekend. Probably the biggest news that you heard was Elon Musk, which is a little bit of audio that somebody made a uh, quick little video there for. It was an uh, interesting video. It was kind of funny to watch. Um, Trump is allowed back on Twitter. Here was a poll that Elon Musk put out, and after around, uh, give or take, 15 million votes, the, the majority wanted him back on Twitter. It was around... Uh, 52 uh, to 48 as far as percentage goes. So he is allowed back on. It looked like he gained, uh, last I checked anyway, he was around 83 million followers already. Uh, they did restore all of his old tweets. So if he chooses to, he's allowed back on Twitter. As of right now, the message that he sent on Truth Social is that he was uh, that everybody vote hard for what you believe in, and ultimately that something special is going on there at Truth, so he's going to stay right there. Um, I said to you before, even if they reinstated him, I wasn't really sure if he would go back because he's got to have some type of contract. Remember, he didn't have a home. 
He was kicked off of every platform, so they built one for him. And with that being said, I'm sure he has some type of contractual obligation where he has to stay on there at least for a certain amount of time and he can't return to Twitter or he signed that he wouldn't return to Twitter even if the availability was there. So now it is available, but I think he's going to hold tight and stick to True Social for now to get that up and running. Um, I don't think it'd be very beneficial to veer away, to go right back to Twitter. And then Truth, a lot of people are going to jump right back over to Twitter and Truth suffers because, yes, today is a good day because you know, freedom of speech reigns. But that doesn't mean that in the future you're not going to have the same problem. So it would be wise of him to build a competitor to Twitter. You never know who's going to own what in the future. Um, So there's always a place where his voice, as well as millions of other people who they're trying to silence right now, have a place to go. All right. Um, This, I don't usually take time off, and you guys know that. If you've been listening to me for the past, we're getting close now. Uh, Two and a half years, we're going to be going into third year by June of this year coming up. It goes fast. Um, I don't take holidays off. I make sure that there's always a recording for you guys. Uh, But... This year, I am going to take Thursday and Friday off. So uh, there will be an episode today, Tuesday, and Wednesday. After that, I will be returning on Monday. I'm going to take the holiday off, take a little bit of a break and detach uh, just for myself. I just need a little bit of a breather because it's a lot to do. Full-time job, full-time podcast, and uh, full-time family and full-time life like everybody else. So uh, just try to take a little bit of a break and breather so don't uh, – Get panicky if you don't see anything Thursday or Friday. I didn't just abandon ship and not say anything to anybody. I am just going to take a little bit of R&R for myself. So once I sign off on Wednesday, I will remind everybody once again, but I will be back on Monday and we'll be doing five days a week all the way till Christmas. I don't know what day Christmas falls on offhand. If it's during the week, I'll probably take that off as well. If it is not during the week, then we're just going to roll on through as normal. The opening audio that you heard, the first segment where the reporter was interviewing a gentleman, that is from Canada. Uh, They are, there is some suggesting right now that if you are a person, at least in Canada, I have not heard it yet here in the United States at the moment, it's in Canada, but at least over there, there is some talk that people that potentially, or people that did not, not potentially, people that did not decide to take the vaccine nor have any interest in taking a vaccine, again, it's not even a vaccine, it's a shot, um, they may have some mental problems. So so because you don't want to take something, some experimental drug that you're uncomfortable taking, something that was that was really developed in an extremely short period of time, even if they were previously working on that technology for, you know, even a decade, it's something that came up too quick um, and people are uncomfortable with it, not to mention everything that goes along with the shot. You weren't allowed to talk about side effects. You're not allowed to talk about anything, anything negative with the shot. People were stomped out. You're not allowed to say it. You were deplatformed. And that's going to make most people, or I think any sane person, that would make you a little leery of taking it. Uh, But if you don't, and you choose not to over there, they're now, I guess, thinking that you have a medical problem and that you should be evaluated and possibly, what, put on pills? 
I don't know how many of you people know anybody that's having some troubles mentally, but if you've ever seen anybody on different types of medication when it comes to their their mental state, uh, normally they're like vegetables. Uh, they usually give them something that just numbs them out from life and reality, uh, and they basically are just drooling on themselves. And, and yeah, I mean that's yeah, I'm trying to paint a picture here. It's not necessarily that they're all drooling on themselves, but they, they just zone them out. They're just oblivious to the world. Uh, they basically sedate them, and they just go through life in a a state like that instead of actually trying to help fix the problem. I understand some people can't be fixed, but I think for the most part, drug companies want to push and peddle pills on you. So they're going to just make you take it because they're making money on it. And that's, you know, that's wrong. You got a lot of people that shouldn't be like that, that there is plenty of help and therapy. And there's a lot of different natural things you can do to address a lot of issues. I guarantee that people are having that they just say, Oh yeah, put them on whatever they use these days, Ritalin, Xanax, all those, uh, those downer pills, and then you just have these people just zoned out all day long, and I can't even imagine that's just that's not even living. Uh, but I guess in Canada, if you don't want to take the vaccine, there's already some suggestion. Like you said, it's not mandated yet, but it is being suggested that they be evaluated and tested to see if they have a mental problem. Where that gets a little sticky is who's evaluating you. Is it somebody who's pro-vaccine? Somebody who wants you to take the shot? So they're inclined to say, yes, you have a problem because you don't want to take a shot because you don't share their their same opinion of the vaccine. So they're going to just say yes, give them these pills, dope them out. And then one time when you're all doped out, they're going to go, hey, we're going to give you this vaccine now. And you're just going to be like, okay. And that's it. Then you're vaccinated. All of a sudden, I bet you mentally you're cured after that. Oh, <laughs> look at it. It's a miracle. You took the shot. Now you're cured. You don't have any mental problems anymore. You can get off all that crap that we gave you. And he's right. And the doctors are actually right. It's, it's a slippery slope that you're on. Remember, these types of thoughts and actions, there's always test areas. It's never, it's never just a one and done. There's going to be a test area to see what the response from people is. And if they get a, what they would consider positive response, like people are not paying attention or you have a percentage of society that is okay with you doing that, that slowly infects everywhere else. And then you start seeing uh, these little trials all over the world. So these are, the reason I bring them up is these are things you definitely want to keep an eye on. Because uh, if Canada allows something like that to go through, if you think that no other country is going to try it, you're fooling yourself. And you're certainly not paying attention. Evil never sleeps. Evil never rests. Evil doesn't give it a break. Evil is there uh, 24-7, 365. And it's always working. So you always have to pay attention to what's lurking around the corner. Uh, I'm not into conspiracy theories. If you look at history, history is uh, it's the great teller. If you look at history, when you start seeing these small uh, uh, pilot tests of what they're going to do, you'll see that the ones that, again, don't get much attention or at least have uh, a minimal amount of support all of a sudden start going all over the place. So definitely want to watch that one. Uh, Raphael Warnock, Herschel Walker, that is coming up quick and in a hurry, December 6th. 
So we don't have a whole lot of time to decide. And it's very important. If you guys are in Georgia, it's, it's really extra important that Herschel Walker wins. No, we do not win the Senate with Herschel Walker winning, but it will give us a 50-50 balance. And with a 50-50 balance, we can still make it much more difficult um, to pass things, especially radical judges and whatnot. I've been warning for a while now that, yes, if we have the House, that's great, and we do, and that's wonderful, but not having the Senate, yeah, okay, so no big crazy bills are going to get passed anymore, but what ends up happening is you're going to have a lot of these radical judges being put in place all over the country, and that's going to have an impact on where we go from here, what the country looks like going forward. So it is more important than ever that this guy gets re- gets elected for the first time. Herschel Walker needs to be the 50th seat. He has to. Then, yes, Kamala still has the power. But keep in mind that if you have really radical judges, all it's going to require is a cinema or a mansion. It's not going to require as much as you think to stop the confirmation of these judges. And Sinema and Manchin, uh, Manchin a little more attractive right now because he's already got uh, Republicans coming after him. He's going to be a little more hot water. And if he'd like to retain his seat and be the moderate that he claims he is, he's going to have to tread very lightly and he'll more than likely over the next two years have to defect on any real radical ideas. Otherwise, his chances of reelection are not going to look real great. Sinema... Um, I believe that she has up to this point, even though me and her politically are on opposite ends of the spectrum, up to this point, even with all the adversity that she did face, she has stood her ground and stood for whatever it is she believes in or whatever she's on the hook for what she has promised all of her big donors. One way or the other, as long as it uh, protects the integrity of the United States, then what she's doing is fine with me. So we do have a couple in there that we could potentially convince to lean our way if something doesn't pass the smell test or something's too radical. We still have some options. The only way we get there is to have Herschel Walker. So Georgia, you guys got to go and vote as if the country is on the line because the country is on the line. Okay, I, I I know Georgia, which once was a dominantly red state, has gotten to a point where... Like most states, your metropolitan areas are the ones dragging you guys down, and the rest of the entire state is more, more, more centered. Okay, yeah, yes, they go red, but anymore, red is centered. Red is, there are a lot of conservatives that we have differences of opinions on everything. You know, you could have 10 conservatives, and they're not all going to agree on every single thing. Um, And even some might be a more centered conservative and some might be a more liberal conservative. Uh, It just depends on the item. Well, I can assure you that Warnock is an extremist uh, on all accounts. You see that he praised the Pope and he liked the Pope because at that time, and that was a much older, that's much older audio. It's just resurfacing because we're in a fight for the Senate right now. But you see that even back then, uh, he liked the Pope because the Pope was okay with Marxists because he says he knows a few Marxists and they're all right. There's no such thing as a good Marxist. Not, not a one. If you believe in that ideology, if you believe in being a Marxist, you believe in Karl Marx's theories, 
you on all accounts are not a good person. Now I do, I apologize if your little feelings are hurt by me saying that, but you are not a good person. Your ideas are radical. They're dangerous and they're going to hurt people. And if you're the type of person that openly advocates for that, you on all accounts are a bad person. Warnock is a open Marxist. He open is openly a Marxist, excuse me. He is not a good person. This man should not have a Senate seat. I mean, look at his past. What he did to his wife, getting in an argument with his wife and driving off and running her foot over on purpose. I mean, he has a lot of negativity. I know with Herschel Walker, uh, you're all of a sudden out of the blue. And I always, I mean, if you can't see through stuff like this, I mean, (laughs) Herschel Walker has been famous how long? Since he's been in college, since he was in his late teens, early 20s. This guy's been the king that long. Okay, he's like uh, the closest thing to a god in Georgia. And all of a sudden now, now all these women step forward. At no other point in time did anybody come forward to say something bad or have something done about what Herschel Walker did. Only now when he's running for the Senate seat. Now these people come out of the woodworks. Doesn't that, doesn't that bring a question? Doesn't it raise a question for anybody? Does, does anybody see that and say to themselves, yeah, that, that timing is kind of awkward. Why didn't they? I mean, the guy's in his 50s now. Why didn't they say something over the course of the last 20 or 30 years? Why wait till right now? Why wait till a few weeks before the election and now going more more and more people are coming forward right before the runoff election? Does anybody else think that that's just a little bit odd? It was like Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh had these accusers and they're accusing him of doing something that was really bad. Nobody said nothing knowing that he was a judge for over 30 years and now you show up out of nowhere. You know, I'd like to say if I made it big in this industry, which I'm trying to, but if I I got the recognition I hope to get and I get to uh, somehow get into that world and collaborate with a lot of other conservative speakers, I would like to say if all of a sudden, somebody came from my past from 30 years ago because all of a sudden I made it big and they don't want me to talk. They want me to shut up and go away. I mean, you don't think that's a little questionable? What's happening to Herschel Walker right now is by design. Okay? You'll see all these accusations. Nothing will come of them. Nothing will be even said anymore about him after the election. If he loses, everything goes away. But if he wins, they might linger on a little bit to damage his reputation some more because that's what they're designed to do, damage his reputation. Uh, but nothing will come of him other than uh, other than the damaging of his reputation. Nothing else will happen. So if you believe all this crap, then you know you you really are lost. On the other hand, Warnock. If you look at his situation, it's police reports, it's documentation, and it's him openly saying during his preaching throughout the years, he is a Marxist. He has a record now in the Senate. If you don't like the way the United States is, look at his voting record. He has voted for every radical bill that needed to pass to get us to where we are today in the United States that Joe Biden and the Senate have put forth and signed. He's part of the problem. He does not need to be in the Senate. 
He needs to be officially retired and he could go back to whatever church he's at and he can continue to preach his Marxist thoughts to those people. Hopefully, everybody's getting a point at this time and realizing how dangerous this man really is. We don't need people like that in Washington. We need American-loving people in Washington. Herschel Walker loves the country. He knows we have our own set of challenges here. He's up for the challenge to go in there to truly make America a better place to live in, not to go up there and destroy us and tear the system down and rebuild the system into something that they like. Because i got to be honest with you, any system that an open Marxist like, I can guarantee you the majority of us aren't going to be real happy when it's in place. Oh, and uh, that's why you also heard Katie McKinney in there. Because she was going through how good it was just a couple short years ago and where we're at now. So listen to what she had to say. Unemployment, how much more money you had, everything. And look at this, the, the stark contrast between what you had and where we're at now. And again, that's all Biden and all of the reckless Democrats um, in Washington. So make a wise decision, Georgia. Help the country. The country now has got its eyes on you. Yeah, we're all focused on you. No one cares about 2024 right now. Yes, people are thinking about it, whatever, but we got to get past this first. December, first week of December, you guys, if you got early voting going on, get your voting going on, make it effective for you, however it needs to be, but Herschel Walker needs to come out on top for America, not for just Georgia, for America overall. Hopefully, we can get there. All right. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It's always a great help, especially on Apple. Somebody gave me a five-star. They didn't write uh, a message. (laughs) But if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It's always a great help, especially on Apple. Uh, If you'd like to check out anything else I do, littlejocc.com. If you'd like to contact me, go to the contact section. I do respond. Uh, Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful week. If you already are on vacation, even better. Enjoy. Make sure that you uh, eat a little bit leaner in the beginning of the week so that way you can stuff yourself on Thursday because it's a good day for it. (laughs) Beyond that, we will do it again tomorrow.